Hey y'all, welcome back to On Assignment for Alignment podcast with Ayunaima. As you can see, I am in my new studio. I gifted myself a new studio for my birthday and I'm so proud of how it came out. It's so beautiful. I feel so comfortable in here. I feel like I finally got the sound back um, that On Assignment for Alignment started with. And I am very excited. Um, you know, I've been feeling a little tired, a little off uh, these few days. Um, I've just been getting things back in order. I'm going to talk about that in the next episode. But on today's episode, I want to be talk. I want to talk about being born to love. You know, I am a Valentine's Day baby, and of course, I was born to love. Of course, I was born to love. Um, so yeah, so let's just jump right into being born to love. So I remember at a point in time, I wanted a relationship so bad and I was just obsessing over it, obsessing over it. And I, it's crazy because I have a quote on my, um, my little board, my little schedule board. It says, if you find yourself obsessing over something you can't control, you are neglecting something that is in the, that is inside of you that you can control. And, uh, I was neglecting the abandonment issues that I had on the inside of me. I was neglecting the current state of me and my mother's relationship, right? <laughs> and that's really sad. So when I started going to therapy in 2019, I was there. I didn't really realize that how unhappy I was and how blocked I was um, from loving and receiving love. Um, until I started to get deeper into therapy. And that's when I started noticing, like, you know, me and my mom's relationship being off. And it, it was to a point where I had got myself to a space of not really caring. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to find the love of my life. And me and my mom's relationship just going to be what it is. And it's not that it was volatile or uh, just crazy and like we fought. It was just more so like an emotional distance type of thing. And I just thought that, like, you know, well, we can just be that way. And that's just what it is. And I started to realize that that was painful. And I didn't want that for myself. I actually wanted a real relationship with my mom. And I had an ideal of what that relationship would look like, especially from childhood. I wanted my mom to, like, be my best friend and all of these things. And, uh... At some point, I just kind of let go of that wish and that dream for myself. And, uh, yeah, so until I got into therapy and I started to realize, like, that's not what I want for myself. Uh, what I really want is for me and my mom to have a good relationship. So I wrote my mom a letter and she was very open to, you know, hearing it. And she wrote me back um, and we you know she came out to texas and we hung out you know we didn't really get to talk about it but after that slowly but surely our relationship started to create um its own foundation and um i'm extremely grateful for that and i don't think that our relationship will ever be what i always dreamed it to be which is fine but that's fine with me but at least we have a relationship you know um we call and we check in with each other um and whenever I'm home, I just, whenever I just want to 
I just sometimes I just want to be with my mom. You know, I I tell my dad to get out the room and I just lay down with my mom, and or we'll just like watch a movie on the couch, like in the living room. It doesn't have to be anything spectacular. Or sometimes we might go out and get a seafood boil. Like that's our thing, um, and you know, drink a little wine or whatever. Like that's our thing, you know. Um, so yeah, and then just having that difficult conversation with my mom, like it just opened. I think it opened both of our hearts to want to come together and build a foundation. So um, I'm very grateful for that. And then last year I had a very difficult conversation with my father and it was difficult and it made me feel really sad and like heartbroken for a while because I'm sure that he didn't expect for what I said to be said to him. Um, And, you know, uh, yeah, it's just it was heartbreaking. But I will say my dad is a wonderful man and I noticed immediately when I came back home, I noticed that he took what I said into consideration and um he adjusted as he felt. Um he took what resonated and he adjusted. Um and I just noticed that the energy around um all of us was just different and that's my bestie to this day, you know? So yeah, I'm very grateful for my parents. They are um, beautiful people, you know, and just allowing myself to have those difficult conversations with my parents expanded my heart and it just let me know, like, I'm born to love. Um, and, you know, now I'm like, it's so crazy because all of my relationships before I had these conversations with my parents and I started to, like, you know, grow differently with them. Um reflected avoidant attachment styles um always just one person putting in more effort than the other person um did it really matter who it was it was always just like that tug of war it was never like an equal exchange that's that secure attachment and now I'm moving into like a secure attachment I still have things to purge and let go of and you know unhealthy habits unhealthy uh limiting beliefs um and I'm, I'm still letting those things go. But um, now I'm recognizing that I'm moving into a more secure attachment style. I want to openly talk about my feelings. I want to um, allow my emotions to exist. And I want to be in the presence of other people who allow their emotions to exist. And we, we talk about it, you know. And it's okay to talk about your emotions, Um and I and honestly, how I see it now, I'm starting to realize that the more I allow my emotions to exist and the more I allow allow myself to feel them and talk about them and let them just be, the more it allows me to create room for good things to come in. Um, and I, and I, I feel like the only way for me not to dwell on emotions that don't serve me is to talk about them and get them out and allow them to exist and not try to hide them and like get over things so quickly. Like that's not that's not my thing anymore. Um, so yeah. And then like, you know, I don't really talk about this often, but I feel like the last, the biggest key to my healing that I needed was God. And, um, now I'm getting in tune with God and like, I'm seeing, you know, all of the magic and the miracles that God has placed into my life. And, you know, I just, I put my whole love life into God's hands and God is now taking me out of the culture and allowing me and allowing me to see that I 
should never identify with culture. I'm not of the culture. Um, and that's okay, you know, and I'm, and now that I'm, that God is taking me out of the culture, I'm beginning to see what the culture promotes. The culture is promoting, everyone is like, kind of like wanting to use people and get something out of people. And I strongly believe that relationships need to be reciprocal. Yes. But going into something, uh, where you are looking for someone to do something for you on a material level it's gonna fail every time so now that I'm starting to see that I'm realizing like that's not what I want for myself um I I mean I've been realized that like you know but um I'm just seeing how harmful it is and I just can sit in this space knowing that I genuinely don't want anything from anyone what I want from people that come into my life that God brings into my life is love, loyalty, respect, integrity, um, and God, you know, and, and now I'm like in that space of just allowing God to bring things into my life, you know, and I'm not, I'm not rushing it. Um, because I understand that everything has its waiting period. So I'm cool with that. And I did, I wanted to read this poem or this song that I just love to listen to it just makes me feel so full and beautiful and just like I know that this is possible um it's by Mel Chante um and Landrell it's called Let Love Flow and basically she says together we light up the room when our eyes speak as if the whole world is listening to our hearts beat as if the whole world sees exactly what we feel a hope for love dreamed into the real as if God heard everything we prayed as we kneeled. So the Most High healed our hearts to open our eyes and reveal what another half can do to our whole, what patience and time can do for our souls. What happens when we let the past go? Let ourselves be and let love flow. When I tell you that song, that poem gives me chills. I listen to it every day. Like nothing makes me feel the way that that song makes me feel and I understand that that's why it's like I know that God is real and God can make God can make anything happen. So it's like that's what I pray for and love. Um, and I know that it's real because now that I'm learning to really step fully into loving myself, that's how it feels for me to love myself. So I can't wait to have for God to bring that another person who matches my vibration and like that other electromagnetic being in my life and we feel that way like in like everything that we have together is so magnetic and beautiful and I can't wait for that day to come but I'm not rushing it I know that that's something that only God can do I can't take that into my own hands I understand that every time I try to take things into my own hands it just it explodes you know so now I'm in a space where every single day I'm praying for my spouse I'm praying for them. I'm praying that they are in a season of uh, being able to purge the things that no longer serve them, their limiting beliefs, um, people, places, situations, uh, behaviors. And I I just I always pray that, you know, I I know that it's hard for them, but it's going to all be worth it um, for themselves. And I pray that they are enjoying um, learning to love on themselves and learning to be in their own space space. And uh, and I pray that they praying the same thing for me because I know it's it's crazy out here. Like I'm abstinent, they abstinent, but 
it's going to be amazing when God brings us together. So I just always pray that, you know, they're in a good headspace. I pray that they have an amazing day. I just speak life into them, even though I haven't even met them yet. Um, so, you know, it's cool. And I, I pray the same things for myself. Like, it's so much that I still have to purge. So it's like, I ain't rushing it. I know that it's going to come together so perfectly as everything that God does. And uh, it's going to be amazing. And I'm just so excited. And thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of Being Born to Love, you know. Um, and I'm so excited um, to be in this new studio. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me this long. Uh, we have so much more coming. Um Oh, and I got a new email address on assignment for alignment at gmail.com. You can reach me on Instagram at on assignment for alignment. Um, TikTok, Ionaima underscore OAFA. It'll all be on the screen in the description box. Um, and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Definitely don't forget to download, share, um, and go back and listen to some past episodes and you know, let's just have a conversation. Let's, you know, tell me how y'all feel about, you know, do you feel like you're born to love? Because um, I, I definitely am. I'm a lover girl to the day I, and even after that, you know, because love is the highest vibrational frequency, baby. So even after this, I'm going to be vibrating on that level, period. So thank y'all so much for watching and I'll catch y'all in the next episode. TTYL. <laughs>